I'm Louise Poole and welcome to That Entertainment Podcast. We're chatting to the artists behind the scenes of what's on in Brisbane right now. It's been a rough 12 months for live theatre around the world because of COVID-19, but in Queensland, it's back with Come From Away opening at the Lyric Theatre QPAC on March 28. Come From Away tells the true story of the planes that were diverted from around the world to a tiny town in Canada when September 11 happened. 7,000 displaced passengers made the town with a population of only 10,000 their home for a number of days. A couple of days before opening night, I was invited backstage to talk to Liam McElwain, resident director and choreographer for the show. Yeah, I'm the resident director and choreographer. Okay, mm. so that means all this is resting on your shoulders? Well, we have an amazing team that works on the show, uh, but I tour with the show yeah. and make sure that if you see, you know, a Wednesday afternoon in Brisbane, you're seeing the same standard of performance that we do yeah. opening night. So it's about the ongoing maintenance of the show and, you know, if we have to find new cast members because others are leaving or rehearsing standbys, there always seems to be something to do in the day-to-day -day yeah. maintenance of the show. Why come from away? I suppose COVID has something to do with not being able to have as much selection choice as you might have had before that, but why choose this one? I mean, I would have picked this show at any point because it is a really unique show and it's a really extraordinary story and I think the experience the audience has with this show is twofold not only is the story amazing yeah. but the way the story is told is really unique especially for musical theatre I mean we don't have crashing chandeliers or barricades or flying witches and those things are wonderful in their own way but it really is just about the simplicity of the storytelling. We have 12 actors on stage each night who play between them 43 named roles and a whole lot more uh, ensemble roles yeah. as well. They switch between these characters really quickly using minimal costume changes, uh, changing physicality and accent and we have a bunch of scenes that are only two or three lines long, so the pace of the show is really quick. And so it really celebrates the artistry of the company. You really get to see the talent of the performers in the show. It showcases beautifully. And when I say performers, I mean the 12 actors, but we also mm. have an incredible band that is on stage as well. It's a really unique theatrical experience. So that's not adapted because of COVID. That was already part of it. Because that was I'm already the plan. 12 actors really yeah. reduces any kind of risk and yeah, in a like sense, you can kind of have that bubble. Like it's actually a really well, safe production. It's a much smaller, uh, in by you know musical theatre standards, this is quite a small company. You're right. We're so lucky in Australia that we're back on stage yeah. and that this show is performing again. But all around the world, there are companies of this show that are yet to open again, and hopefully they'll open soon. But you know, it might actually end up being a real positive for this show that it is a bit smaller. That you're right, it is a smaller bubble mm. of performers when when other, in other parts of the world, the show is beginning to reopen. Is this your first show since the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, first show back. What was those 12 months like? It was, if I'm honest, I don't think I've processed the trauma of that mm. experience. And I think a lot of people haven't. Yeah. And a lot of people in the live entertainment industry haven't because we're used to losing jobs actually because it's a very volatile industry and you might be working on a show that you have a year and a half tour planned for and then, if it's not selling, you might get three weeks notice and the show closes and you're looking for another job. So that can happen at any point, but for the entire industry to lose their job yeah. in one, one or two days was really terrifying actually, if I'm honest. And you know, I really felt for, I've got so many friends who are parents who you know, do this kind of work to support children and it was really tough on a lot of people. Yeah. But I mean, to 
again, find a silver lining. We are so lucky in Australia that our theatres are opening again because our colleagues, you know, the other companies from Come From Way around the world are, you know, still some time from reopening. So they're doing it really tough. And I think there's so many people that want to get behind you and support that because mm. we know that, mm. I mean, as a, as a viewer, I mm. know that the government hasn't really supported the performing arts in the last 12 months. And I can see by the look on your face, mm. you're holding it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know that there are a lot of people that want to get yeah. behind there and support theatre yeah. because we've missed it and yeah. we know that you need the support. It's, it's really amazing to hear you say that and it's, it's really beautiful to hear. And interestingly, you know, I've spoken to friends who have seen the show in Melbourne or friends of friends and, and a lot of people who, especially in Melbourne because there was such yeah. an extensive lockdown and that was really, really tough for, um, for Melbourneites. But people who wouldn't even usually go to the theatre are now embracing this art form because they're just hungry for connection mm. and live entertainment. So I'm hoping in the recovery of what's happened last year, our industry you know, could potentially see a real boom and we may be welcoming lots of people into the theatre for the first time to get to you know, experience the joy of live theatre, which is why we all do it. How did you feel the first round of applause that you got back after, oh. after that time? Because that must have felt good. It was, it was amazing. We, um, when we had our first preview in Melbourne, we had uh, Ricky Hines, our associate choreographer, and Danny Goldstein, our associate director from the US, were out here helping to set up the show at that point. And they got up on stage before the show and gave a really beautiful speech and could really speak from the heart about what it means to them because all of the other companies around the world mm. were still you know, in lockdown and couldn't get back on stage. And so that was really special to have them speak before the show. And so the audience were wild before the show even began <laughs> and it was a really um a really emotional moment brisbane loves an opening night mm -hmm. so i think it might be emotional for you again on sunday yeah yeah well you know coming from brisbane i saw all the shows that i saw when i was younger my my passion for theater was ignited in this very venue actually so which is the one which is which, the one that started it oh uh, you know i came to see the original australian tour of phantom of the opera here oh, when nice. i was the Anthony Wallow one? Uh, Anthony Wallow wasn't in it at the time. Rob Guest was playing the role, but it was that production, that same production, but yeah. later in the tour. And um, yeah, I think I was 12 years old and I had grown up, you know, and studied music and sung and performed a little. But, you know, when I walked into a venue like this and saw a production like that, that definitely changed my life. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I could I wonder if I could do this. I mean, that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> but it's extraordinary to be back here in this venue again, and yeah. especially with a show like this. And you started off acting, yeah. I'm going to guess, and now you've moved yeah. into more of a looking after everybody, yeah. putting your vision out there role. Yeah, what, yeah. Why that transition? I performed in, you know, mostly in, in touring musicals in Australia for about a bit over 10 years, about nearly 15, I think, and had a wonderful time really have so many amazing memories and then I just found towards the end of my career I was doing more of the same kind of thing that I had yeah. already done a lot of and so I was looking for a new challenge and it, you know I just was on this fortuitous path where I was a dance captain on a production and then they a position opened up where they needed a resident and they asked me if I wanted to move into that role and then these kind of doors I was so fortunate just kept mm. opening up for me and so I've just continued on that path. 
I think it's really helpful having been a performer so long to yeah. then step into a directorial role because you totally understand would have to help the demands of the company. With yeah. yeah, and you understand exactly what they're going through and what their experience is. When was the first time you saw Come From Away? I saw it in New York in 2017. And I, the associate choreographer, uh, Ricky Hines, is actually a friend of mine. We worked together before, many years ago, actually. And I was based in the States for a couple of years, and I was in New York, and I knew he'd been working on this show. I'd seen him posting about it. I'd heard really great things from those that had seen mm. it. And my husband and I went along, and I was really genuinely blown away. I thought it was a really really special show you know when you see the show my overwhelming feeling to start with was that the pace of the show the show really moves it kind of in the opening number we grab the audience and we prepare them for the fact that we're going to tell this story very quickly mm. so we need you to be with us and so as an audience member you really it feels like you lean into the show yeah. to stay with the pace of it Another thing that's really interesting about the way that the show is set up is there are intentionally very few applause points. So there's one point at the end of the opening number, there's another point about an hour into the show, and then there's one at the end. Okay. And so you're stuck with this feeling of being filled with gratitude for what you're seeing, but unable to express it. And so how, how that manifested for me was as soon as the, um, the finale finished and we hit the blackout, I just jumped up onto my feet. Uh, applauding and mm. as did everyone else in the mm. theatre. Yeah, it's it's quite the theatrical experience. So it's interesting because it's something that comes out of a tragedy, like mm. that September mm. 11 tragedy, mm. but now it's it's incredibly it's, joyous. It's the other side of that, mm. isn't it? It's yeah. that gratitude and joy. Yeah. Yeah. I th and I think that's why people respond to it so strongly because it's a story about a community of people who are responding to a crisis and at that time, rather than closing themselves off and worrying just about themselves and closing their doors and turning inwards, these people turn outwards and they open themselves up and they embrace these strangers as if they were family. Yeah. And it, it just goes to show that we are so much more than simply the things that happen to us. We yes. get to decide how we respond. And I feel like I've become a better person from working on this show. And I think that there's an opportunity to come and see this show and leave the theater a little bit lighter and a little bit kinder. I was going to say, what's your quick pitch for making us come and see it? But I think you've just... Yeah, I think I have. transforming <laughs> who you are as a person yeah, in a yeah. show is... I mean, personal transformation. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs> Liam, thank you so much for your time today. I cannot wait to see the whole thing. Those three performances we saw on stage look fantastic. Amazing. I can't wait for you to see it. Come From Away is playing at the Lyric Theatre QPAC until May 9. To hear more of what's going on in Brisbane, subscribe to That Entertainment Podcast Brisbane Edition on your favourite podcast service or head to our website website thatentertainmentpodcast.com.au. That Entertainment Podcast is a Welcome Change Media production.